<laughs> Hello, not about us, friends, family. Uh, we're going to do a conversation podcast. Um, Haven't done one in a while. Yeah, yeah. So and I forget, how do we do it? What, what do we do? Well, I'm going to say something like, this has been Brad. All right. And you should say something like, this has been Scott. And this is not about us. Like that? Yeah. All right. me i i was going through youtube of uh, all of the all of, well not all of our videos but i was trying to see if my babies my babies are 10 months old and i was trying to see if they would recognize you and me on the tv i was trying to i was hoping to get like a kind of reaction of course i didn't but but one of the ones that i happened to click on was the conversation with cooney oh yeah and 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 my wife kate was was with me and and uh it was the one where she goes and this is not about them. <laughs> and it cracked us up. I, I, I remember that, of course, but seeing it again, I was like, it just cracked me up. But anyway, hello, welcome, <laughs> friends, family. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, no, I, I've got uh, some things that I want to talk about. Um, I don't know if you've got things you want to talk about. Um, not really. A couple things I might throw out there, but really, this is this is just gonna come top of my head. Whatever spills out, spills out. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'll go ahead and get started with uh, uh, with a, a topic that I think is kind of important. Well, why don't why don't you start it off with a prayer today? Oh, maybe I should do that, <laughs> and then then go right into your topic. You just feel free. Well, on that note, Scott, will you lead us in prayer? Okay. Or do you want I, me to do it? I I I, I can't. I'm good. I'm good. Hallelujah. We, we just Hallelujah. thank you, Yahweh. We just thank you for the opportunity to come and talk with you. And, and not at this podcast, although I do thank you for the podcast and for the ability to express ourselves in this way and to, to share with people that uh, we'd never meet otherwise. But, but Yahweh, more importantly, for the ability to just communicate with you, the ability to have a conversation at all times, wherever we are, with nobody else in our way. Yes. I, I thank you that you have brought yourself to us and, and allowed this to be an option. Uh, because it is, it is your decision, it is your desire, and, and I just... We just thank you and we praise you for that. And and be with us today. Hallelujah. 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 You deserve the praise. You deserve the glory. You deserve the honor. You deserve the respect. And and we just bow at your feet and thank you. We thank you that as awesome and and as as godly as you are, you still said we're worth it yes and you came and said i want to to be with you thank you lord we thank you for being with you for being with us here today yes thank you yes hallelujah no i, I i'm in total agreement thank you thank you for including us even though you don't need us thank you for as we discussed in revelation for for saying do not be afraid in your presence mm -hmm. you 
you love us so much. Oh yeah. Though we deserve it not. And I just, yes, thank you. Hallelujah. Something real quick I will say to everyone listening is uh, sometimes I, I admit these prayers, I, I suppose intimidate me is the best way to say it, in the sense that when I'm by myself, I'm not on camera, I'm just talking to God. They'll think, hey, God, what's up? Yeah. I'm just I'm just literally, you know, I'm going to get off camera here, I know, but I'm just going, okay, God, and what's, what's up with you today? I'm just, want, you know, hey, God, I want to talk to you about something else here. And I'm, and, you know, which doesn't work well on camera. And so I, I, I admit, I sit here and I do this uh, camera and I'm like, am I expected to like, oh, oh God, oh dear Lord, or whatever. I just, I just, you know, sometimes I think, are people going to get me? And so I kind of pull it down. I kind of do whatever, but you know, I, I just want you to know, I'm sorry if I, if I ever look phony, cause I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of going what's right for this situation well as we just discussed not too long ago too but also in multiple of these neither one of us are overly comfortable with this whole situation yeah, anyway that's true <laughs> you know so I, I i get what you mean i i sometimes i'll be in the middle of a prayer while knowing that the camera's on me uh -huh. and those little insecurities come out more than than i'm thinking about the prayer and so yeah. God, forgive me for those moments too, because yeah, it, it shouldn't be. It, it, we're not. We don't recommend you know having a series of words and things that you say. You know, it mm -hmm. is a fluid, open, candid conversation with the one who knows you the best. Yeah, I mean, so there's nothing. There, there's nothing you can tell him or, or say to him that will shock him, or you know, he already knows it. And that is, I do kind of the same thing. Um, I don't do, I do some pacing, um, here or there, but I have a tendency in my mind, like, uh, when I'm driving, I won't put anything in my passenger seat because that's his seat. Like, oh, you know, when I'm, okay. when I'm, when I, so even though I look over there and of course it's just the empty seat, but it's almost like in my head that that's where he is in that moment. Um, I've had, uh, like, especially during like, uh, the, um, the scans when my wife was pregnant uh there's always two chairs and and we've had we, we've talked about it before it was difficult pregnancy all that kind of stuff we were doing multiple um um the word is for is escaping me the scans um you mean what the scan the, is the, the yeah <laughs> oh i i don't know the um, oh my gosh why can't i think of it Those ultrasound ultrasound there we Thank go <laughs> jeez uh, but we did. We had to do basically at least one, if not two, a week, uh, just to keep track of uh, their of how they were doing. And I always there was always two chairs in there, and I always sat down and and I kind of would always look to the chair next to me, and I would say, "I'm glad you're here. I'm glad there's a chair for you because I'm going to need you today." Like, I mm -hmm. you know those scans were always a little. Especially if you had a bad scan and you you were going for the next one, it's like, I, I really need you here. And what's funny is usually when that would happen, um, even the doctor used these words occasionally, there was miraculous improvement. And so I always uh -huh. go, well, of course there was. He's sitting right here. Like, you know, <laughs> in, in my mind, that's how I see it, you know. Uh -huh. um, but anyway, yeah, that, that's that's kind of I kind of do the same thing. I just 
in a way, I kind of picture him in the room with me in some way. You know, that kind of highlights to me. Um, now, if there wasn't a chair there, does that mean God's not in the room? Of course. Does that mean God's not with you? No. But the chair being there helped you visualize and, and sort of form a picture in your mind and helped you focus, in mm -hmm. a sense, and that, that you were giving him a place, that he was with you at that time. Uh, if there had been no other chair in the room, doesn't mean he's not there. Uh, it, it just, but that the physical chair helped with your the, the spiritual uh, side of things. Right. And that's exactly what the Old Testament is all about to me. It's, it's God knew we needed those physical representations, those physical markers uh, to understand things that were incomprehensible to us at the time. Right. And that's a wonderful analogy of that whole thing. You know, just uh, the, the chair didn't matter in and of itself, you know, but but having the chair there helped help, helped you understand that he was there. Right. In, in, a, in a greater sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. But but take that chair away and it doesn't mean he's gone. Right. You know. And then if 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 say there had been no chair, I also picture this a lot. Um and sometimes I actually almost well not almost, sometimes I actually do feel it, but sometimes, especially if it's something very difficult, or if I'm in a really low um convicting moment, mm -hmm. sometimes I feel mm -hmm. the like the hand on the yeah. shoulder, like I'm here. But even like you say, you're in your car mm -hmm. and you, you don't want to put stuff in the passenger seat. Like if you put stuff in the passenger <laughs> seat, does that mean no. he's not coming with you? No. That, but it helps, again, mm -hmm. it helps you say, no, that's to you that has value because you're saying, I value you, God. I'm giving you the chair. And 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 that's that's... I, I think a lot of people get stuck on the physical in, in that in, in a wrong sense when, when we have we have certain people uh, who will say about the Old Testament about the physical laws that chair has to be there you know they would walk into that place and go where's my chair someone took my chair the chair has to be here or Jesus can't be in the room right excuse me no the chair helped. But the chair in and of itself is valueless. Yes. Um, uh, it, it's the heart. It, it's the physical things around us. We understand and they help us connect with God. But they in and of themselves are meaningless. Right. You know, uh, dunk someone in water and lift him up and is his spirit cleansed? No, the water didn't touch his spirit. Right. You know, his body is wet. <laughs> you know, yeah. dirt came off, you know, physical dirt. Uh, it, but uh, and anyway, that that's just that's that's a wonderful image to me, right there. That that whole you, you want to give God His place. You want to acknowledge how much you care about Him. But you know, someone someone walks in. Your wife walks in and says, "Hey, I need you to take this, this, and this," and puts it in your passenger seat. Because the backseat are taken by the kids. Right. You're not going to go, no, 
take that out or God can't come with me. You know, no. You know, that's not going to happen. Right. And if it does happen, that reveals you have an improper understanding of who God is. Right. You know, so... I'm sorry. I uh, well, hey, this is this, this is what it's all about. This, it just it just exploded. This is the conversation. You can do that. <laughs> but you said you had something you wanted to share. So. Yeah, and I'm struggling with how to how to explain this in a way that I don't. I'm not. I don't want to come down as condemning anyone else or or anything like that. But I have gotten new information from me personally that um, that kind of challenged me, and so I wanted to I wanted to share this. But I don't want to be like, if you read this translation, you're evil. <laughs> but God, I, I have, God has been, oh, God has been doing so many things for me uh, lately. And he's given me, he's opening my eyes to things that, that I used to think I, I, I was well versed in and I knew. And he's showing me where I have errors. And one of the ones that uh, that came out recently, and I got to thank um, um, the the channel is called LED Light Exposing Darkness, and uh, they are a Christian group that um, you know they show us or they, they show how like movies and television and video games and all these things are hinting uh, to m more satanic or wrong ideas or and all this kind of stuff. And I agree with them on a lot of things. I don't necessarily agree with them on everything, but they had some evidence for one that made me go, "Oh no!" Um, in a lot of my studies, I have included translations from the Passion Translation, and I liked the flow of the, the Passion Translation. Um, but uh, I had to do my homework after I saw this. The the one person, and they lie to you because. I had already thought I'd done my research on this, and it did say that it was a, a, a committee of people were were involved in this translation, but it turns out it was it's not true. It's one person, and uh, one person that is writing this translation, and they found some they found a video clip of this gentleman talking about his inspiration for writing the passion the passion translation. And I'm not condemning anyone who uses that translation. I'm not saying you're evil, but right. what I'm saying is, for me, I didn't. I God is showing me where I kind of failed to test the spirits. I liked it, and so I wanted it to be good. Right. And and uh, and it turns out that in the, this 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 gentleman gave an interview about how he was inspired by a force. That he refers to as passion, and and then he uh, basically in a translate state was rewriting uh, re rewriting scripture. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's red flags. That's 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 a demonic uh, situation. That's not a that's not a you know that's a yeah that's a definitely. Joseph Smith kind of thing. That's a that's not a yeah. it's not a actual from God. God has inspired me, and I'm doing my best with this. This is a, I'm listening to a potentially demonic force, and I'm rewriting God's perfect word. Mm -hmm. And after I, after I um, heard this, I, you know, I, I, I did my homework, and I got into it, and I did find um, plenty of sources that showed 
how there were so many verses that were changed in ways that could be harmful. Um, so I'm also going back and I'm looking at every time that I used the translation and it, in the translations that I, when I included them, I almost always included King James Version, Institute for Scripture Research uh, Version, mm -hmm. or my Hebraic Fruits Version. So I feel like, I feel like there's at least uncovered in a way, like right. I, I got, I got you, I got you the, the, the correct, the correct ones too. I might also have an incorrect one in some of my studies. Um, hmm. So I just want to throw that out there as like a, Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't do my due diligence. Um, I didn't test the spirits. God has showed me where I've erred in that way. And so I just, I guess this is just a, a commitment to do better with that. Um, and not just, not just for you, but also for me, like, this is my study too. This is my, my, uh, my way of trying to understand who Jesus is and, and get to understand him better than I ever have before. And so I got to make sure that I'm testing those spirits and not putting out wrong information for myself or for anyone else. So I just wanted to get that out. Of, I just want to get that out of there. Once again, not condemning anyone. If you, if you like that translation, um, then, you know, I, I will leave that up to you and God to decide, uh, if that's what you should do. Um, but for me personally, I felt, I felt the conviction and just felt it was important to, uh, express it. Okay. Absolutely. Um, now on a happy note, <laughs> um, yes, yes. That was my other thing I want to talk about. Um, I kind of, I kind of shared this with you, um, a little bit earlier, but a friend of ours, uh, since I don't have permission, I won't say who, but, uh, it was explained to me that they had had an experience that was very, very, very similar to an experience that I had. Yes. Like, I think almost two years ago now. Yeah. You told me about this. So yeah, go for it. Um, but anyway, um, I've already talked about this experience, this God wink moment, um, in a previous conversation, probably like two years ago. <laughs> so <laughs> I won't rehash the whole thing, but needless to say, I was in a moment of that heavy conviction, uh, you know, tears, I'm driving and this, uh, in front of me in the sky, perfectly aligned with me, the clouds give way, the clouds break away. It's like the sky opens and there's just this beautiful, uh, not like a full rainbow, but just, just mm -hmm. like this shiny. And I took pictures and I think it's even, I even think I have the pictures on the, on the website under that conversation. Um, but it was just a moment of, oh, thank you, God, you're here with me now. And I was so excited at the time. I had to, I had to pull over even though I was on my way to work and I didn't have a whole lot of time, but I, you know, I tried to take pictures of it and, and I just tried to spend a moment at that time. Just oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God. You know, thank right. you for giving me this. Um, I really needed it. You're the best. Well, a friend of ours had a very similar, uh, situation and, and, uh, and it was told to me, um, and, the first thing I wanted to do was be like, I wanted to make it all about me. I wanted to be like, oh, yes, I just like my time, uh -huh. you know, da, 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 da. and there, and, and, and that by itself is not, I'm not evil for wanting to also share my testimony right. and my glorious, you know, excitement and all this, but it was, uh, but I, I didn't, I just, I just, uh, 
you know, explained how I call it a God wink moment. I think that's awesome. I think it's great. And then um, she said to me, for some reason, uh, God just, or God just told me I should tell you this, or, or I just felt it was important to tell you this. And that's when it hit me that, oh, well, maybe there is something in here for me too. And I got to thinking about back to the moment where that had happened to me. And I realized, once again, this is just another way that God is uh, almost a two-witness kind of situation. He's confirming uh, the, the truth at that time of what I experienced. He's also now confirming that with her. But I was realized, oh my goodness, I was, I was in a rut again. And just the memory of that moment is bringing me out of it again. And then, yesterday, I'm on my way to work. I'm not thinking about it. The babies have been um, uh, like, like sleep regression. So the last, about a week now, my wife and I have had at least one baby up way longer than we want to or up for several hours in the middle of the night. And so we're rotating, we're going back and forth, but morning comes, we're both just exhausted. And yes, uh, yesterday morning, I'm grumpy. I'm going to work and, I, and I'm, I'm just grumpy. And I'm saying, God, I don't want to be grumpy. I just don't. And I don't want to be tired and, and you know, because uh, Mondays are Mondays are pretty busy for me at work. Um, I have a lot of projects I need to get done. And I'm just like, I don't want this to be my, my attitude today. Boom. The clouds <laughs> give way. And there it is. And it is perfectly aligned with the street. I mean, it's not perfectly aligned with the street. It's perfectly aligned with me. I'm in the left lane. And this thing is perfectly aligned with me in the left lane. If I had been in the right lane, it wouldn't be perfectly aligned. <laughs> and I'm just, and I'm just sitting there and I'm going, oh man, I am such a fool. Thank you, God. Thank you. I am so sorry that I was, you know, like, I'm so sorry I was in that mood. I, I shouldn't be. I know. And you're doing this for me. And, and, uh, and, and just to prove the point, once I got into the interstate, it was no longer aligned with me. I could still see it, but it was fading. And I'm like, it, it, I'm not saying that it was just for me. I mean, there, there could be 50 people who saw it and they needed to see it. Uh -huh. But the fact that it was just so perfectly aligned in that moment of, I don't want to be in this bad mood. I don't want to be in this. Boom. And there it was. Uh -huh. And and so I, 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 I'm getting this once again just for a moment. But it just, <laughs> I, I just want to share that because that's one of those Late, uh, lately, you introduced me to um, Troy Black um, maybe uh -huh. a year ago or so, and uh, I've been faithfully watching all of his videos because I think the guy is great, and I love just how he's one of those ones that I hold up. He's got such a good relationship that that he's 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 worshiping. He's he's getting he's getting uh, the Holy Spirit talking directly to him and and all this kind of stuff, and I, and I just love it. I can't wait to hear what else he's got to say, and. Uh, and then I realized, well, this is happening to me too, you know, so I'm not going to be afraid to like just share this stuff and be excited about it. Because a lot of times I share this stuff and I'm still kind of timid and humble about it. But there's no reason to be. This is amazing. Mm -hmm. I don't care what people think. That was amazing for me. And I hope it's amazing. I hope these amazing things are happening for other people too. Uh -huh. um, but mentioning Troy Black, the, he just had a video, it was one of his shorter ones um, the other day talking uh, just as a, just as kind of a, not necessarily a warning, but just a, 
uh, like a reminder to anybody that's putting out kind of prophecy stuff yeah. online or just whether you do it at work or whatnot. And it's just that that one really spoke to me because I'm always I'm always pretty timid with this. And I have my moments of excitement, um, but then I fall back into my timidness. So I, I, I really took that one to heart. And I'm, I'm like, no, why? Why? I mean, he's right. Why should we be timid? This is exciting stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyway, hopefully this spirit that, I've, that, I'm, that I'm developing will just continue. And I'm not going to be afraid to, to, to let you guys know about this stuff. Uh, a lot of times I worry that I'm getting too personal and it's because it's not about us. It's about him, but all of it's a testimony to him. And I think that's important anyway. So, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, we need to be speaking out. We need to be that bright light uh, shining. And one of the weapons of the enemy is to make us cower is to make us think if we're just quiet and timid and hide in the background, uh, we won't be attacked. Uh, we can live our lives peacefully. Right. You know, and that allows the enemy to keep building and keep growing. And I think it's only going to get worse as we get closer to the end of everything is the uh, Satan knows his time is short and he's ramping things up. Uh, I'm not saying we need to explode in anger and violence uh no we need to we need to explode with the glory of the lord and his love uh and and you're right just how awesome he is and not be afraid of the slings and arrows that are going to come our way when that happens uh but but yeah i i do think it's definitely um skipping ahead in in your revelation study uh the first letter uh, to the seven churches, uh, God commends them for all that they do, but his reproach is, but you've lost your first love. Mm-hmm. And I think that's Satan's first attack on all of us is just, just calm down, just calm down, just calm down. Just, just keep that, keep it down, keep it down, keep pushing it down, keep quieting us down, keep quieting us down. Until you can't be heard anymore. Until that, that light, that passion, that, that excitement, that fire is just gone out. And everything's just a mindless duty and just walking through the motions. We become zombies. Yeah. And that's, it, it, that's what you're talking about. Keep that love lit. Keep that fire burning. Uh, keep that excitement explosive. Uh, because he is. Uh, he deserves it. He's the God of all. He and, and he gave everything for us, and that love deserves praise, and 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 it deserves for us to be his conduits and his lights. And it's so easy just to say, you know what? No, I'm good. I'm just gonna sit over here. You do your thing. Yeah, yeah. The 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 problem is that. And I've talked about this so much. I won't. I won't rehash it too much. But there are so many distractions around us. So many things are calling out for our attention, mm-hmm. and so it's hard to to walk through this world and not be taken off track by any of the number one, any of the number of vices that we have. And I'm starting to realize that so many of those vices, even though it's not 
it's not necessarily evil to do some of these things. It's not evil to watch a movie. It's not evil to play a video game. But I'm noticing that there are so many of these things that mm-hmm. the messages that they're portraying are just dark and mm-hmm. gringy and it beats it, 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 it what you were just saying satan is is crushing us down with these kind of depressing thoughts and images and, and it's always around us and so it's hard to be excited about anything anymore when everything is so dark and gr- i mean this mm-hmm. the 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 superhero yeah. movies start out bright and excited in the 60s and, and in the 70s, and then they slowly start to get darker and darker, and they beat you down. The the newest, uh, the Batman movie, mm-hmm. the newest one, it's so dark. And Christopher Nolan's ones before that were so dark. And this one's oh, so yeah. much darker. And it's just, it, it's it's becoming commonplace. And I uh, I was a little convicted the other day because... I saw, um, I was watching a documentary, and I'm sorry, I can't remember which one this was in, because I watched so many documentaries about this subject, but they were talking about how the Roman Colosseum started out as circuses. They were family-friendly events, uh, and eventually the crowd wanted more, so they started having their first, um, you know, uh, wild animal attacks or different things like that. Well, eventually people wanted more. And so then they had their first rape. Well, then people wanted more. So then they had 10 people raped by horses. Well, people wanted more. And it just kept going and kept going and kept going. And the comparison was, look at media uh, from, from, you know, just 20 years ago, 30, 40 years ago. It just keeps getting darker and darker and more violent and more nasty and more more lustful and more everything. And people are still wanting more. So how long until we are, you know, we're putting Christians in the Colosseum again? You know, how long until until we start persecuting one another with violence and hate, all this kind of stuff, because we want more. We're being we're being we're being bred this stuff or we're learning this stuff from a very young age. And so it gets to the point where we want more. Yeah. And I'm guilty of this. I'm not, I'm not, not judging anybody because I, I, I'm not capable of doing that. I am guilty of this. I at first liked the Batman mm-hmm. and then I had to think about it and I had to realize I'm also this person. I want more because that's what I was trained to do. And so Mm-hmm. That makes it really hard when I'm also trying to have this relationship with God who despises all of that things, all of those yeah. things. You know, so that's that's just um I guess that's just an update on where I'm at. I'm 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 God's working on with me for so many things right now, and it is, it's exciting, but it's also like when I when I feel those uh truths come alive in front of me, I'm now going, oh no. I feel the conviction again. Um, mm-hmm. So, but but it's good. I've asked him to do this to me. I've asked him to shock me, to 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 keep working with me, to not let me go, because I want to be the person he wants me to be to the best of my abilities. And so he's doing it. And that's thank you, God, for doing that. But at the same time, I'm now getting some hard truths. <laughs> and I and I already kind of yeah. considered some of this stuff. Um, some of the shows I had been watching were going directions I that I felt I could not go. 
Mm-hmm. But but now I'm realizing that all of them are kind of doing that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 sad on one hand to let them go because it was something you loved. Because mm-hmm. I know too. Uh, we both grew up uh, Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up uh, a Spider-Man fan. Loved the comics. Mm-hmm. You know, just he was my you know, the cartoons. Uh, he was my guy. Uh, I think I've said this before on the podcast. And just to watch those particular franchises and and the way they're going, um, I gotta say, you know, I've loved the the MCU. I've loved the Marvel movies. I went to go see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and uh, I, I came out of it going, "That was pork. That that's what God was talking about. Don't eat pork. That was it was tasty and it was flavorful and it had all sorts of garbage that filled my soul and and um, so I, I like the fact that you mentioned the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, I watched the Dark Knight. Uh, came out of that big big superhero fan loved loved all that and I went I went to a Bible study that you know like later that week with some friends and they were like so what'd you think and what I told them is cinematography the cinematography was outstanding the acting was excellent the script was top-notch everything about it was awesome and I'll never watch it again because it left me with such a dark, mm-hmm. hollow feeling that evil is better, evil is stronger, there is no hope. Uh, and and I came out of that movie just depressed and hating life. And I was like, if I lived in Batman's universe, I would just commit suicide. I would just end it. I just don't want to be there. Uh and the reason I bring that up is because I felt the same way coming out of Doctor Strange. Yeah. I just I, I just left the theater going, oh, man. See, I remember the Avengers, you know, ending it going, yeah. I remember Star Wars. The Death Star explodes and cheers. And, and you know, I mean, and now it's just like, what just happened? I mean, it was interesting. There were many funny notes. there, and But there was so much to it that was dark and wrong. And you're going... What, what is going on here that, you know, I mean, I came out going, no, there's no celebration. I'm not feeling good about this. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's difficult to stop and go, you know what? I don't think God wants me here anymore because I have so many fond memories and I grew up with it as a child and, and loved it and enjoyed it. And it's heartbreaking to let it go. Well, it's Sam Raimi directed this new Doctor Strange, but he also directed the three Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, and I loved those movies. Uh-huh. I love. I have such fond memories. I was so excited each time yeah. those came out, and uh, and so I know I get exactly what you're saying. Yes, I have very fond memories of that. But I've also found myself recently um, another conviction moment here, but. I've been doing this thing that that drives me crazy when other people do it. So I, I don't know why I, I am such judgmental when I'm I'm you know the biggest hypocrite here. I'm defending the ones I like. Yeah. I'm defending the ones I like. No, no, no. I, I like Thor, so therefore 
I get what you're saying, but I don't necessarily agree with everything. But uh -huh. then I have to sit there and actually think about it and go, no, you're right. They, they are right. What they're saying is true. There's, there is things in the, even in those ones that make me go, yeah. but I have such fond memories of those movies. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the, the, um, Ragnarok one. I left that one. I thought that one was a blast. I had such a fun time with that one. But now I look at it and I go, no, they're right. And I and, and there is almost like a little bit of a guilt. But then at the same time, God is saying, Brad, I'm putting this in front of you as a, almost as a test, almost as a as a as a. Are you going to defend that, or are you going to defend me? And mm -hmm. the more the more that he's been working with me the more excited I'm getting about him that I don't care anymore about and a lot of that stuff is it's, it's true. The things of the world do start to grow dim and they yeah. have multiple times. Mm -hmm. And actually some of the studios are making this super easy for me because I am, I am not very fond of a lot of these woke ideas and, 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 and a lot of these uh, um, political agendas that these movies have and, and yeah. TV shows have now. So it's actually super easy for me to go, well, I'm done with that one, mm -hmm. which is which is good. But then at the same time, I also run into the problem of well, but the ones from you know Star Trek: Next Generation, though, I did love that one, you mm -hmm. know, and so I find myself defending that. But then God brings me some source that shows me a little more into it and yeah. about the creator of that and what he was actually trying to do and what his beliefs were. And it's mm -hmm. like, well, then I cannot support that anymore if I truly say I support God. And so, mm -hmm. you know, but you know, I, I totally get what you're saying, but yeah. I, I'm just having to con convict myself and say, I can't, I can't do that anymore. I can't be that, that hypocrite and, and say, oh, I hate when people defend something that I think is evil, but then I'm defending something that is yeah evil, you know yeah you know so um that's that's an area that i'm that he's shown me my errors like i said he's been showing my my errors and thinking my errors and and what i believe and 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 it's it's hitting me on multiple uh areas but it's actually very exciting so i'm hoping that this continues and i'm hoping that that uh, I'm, I'm working closer to be what he what he needs me to be not just what he wants me, but what he needs me to be. Because we are going to be going into some incredibly uh, difficult times. And we are going to have... I can't be timid anymore. I can't just stay on the sidelines while, while the battle is going on. And, and this is, this is uh, something I'll throw out there so then I actually get it done. <laughs> but I had three uh, separate sources, um, and even you today... Um, so four, I guess, uh, but four separate sources in a short period of time mention the armor of God. And so I'm going to do a study here on the armor of God, because I feel like okay. if, I, if four sources are saying, hey, <laughs> armor of God, armor of God, armor of God, um, I'm going to look into that. Um, and hopefully we'll have a topic, uh, kind of like our Lord's Prayer one at some point here. So, all right. So if that's something you want to think about looking into, too, so we're ready for it. But, but yeah, I... I'll just bring my comic. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> and actually, I was going to, actually, if I had time in the study, I was going to read all the comics again and just kind of ask your opinion on some things that you, uh, uh, why you wrote some things the way you did. And oh. so maybe we will put that together. Um, but anyway, 
Enough, cool. of, enough of that. What, what do you got? There is something else that kind of goes hand in hand with this, but uh, something hit me, and I, I think, I forget where I got this from. It might have been from Russell Brand on uh, his podcast, uh, but it might be another source. But anyway, uh, wherever it came from, it really struck me, is they said it's easier to fool someone than to convince someone that they've been fooled. And for whatever reason, that jumped out and grabbed me. And, uh, and, and I think what we've been talking about is kind of part of it. Because it's easier to fool someone than to convince someone they've been fooled. Because I think, I started to analyze that statement because I see it as true. Yeah. Uh, but why? Why, if you have the evidence, if, if someone's fooled and then you can go, no, no, look, you're wrong. Here's the evidence. The problem is people now have, they're, they're now emotionally, uh, personally, psychologically, and intellectually involved in the lie. Yeah. So now to prove to them they've been fooled means to prove to them that they are a fool. And I think people don't want to admit that. They don't want to go there. I remember even when I was 17 or 18, um, Paul Burris, I'll, I'll pick on him for the moment. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Paul. <laughs> uh, but I, I've never forgot this because it felt kind of ridiculous. But I remember I was watching a show, just just a, just a kid's kind of, you know, uh, not... I mean, I, I don't want to say kids because I was 16, 17, 18, right around there. But it was it was like a uh, a TV program of some sort. It was it wasn't it wasn't fictional. It was, it was something like, you know, people go around and let's meet the zoo animal for today and let's do that. And they were they were talking about not a documentary, but, you know, like a half hour program. And let's look at the world and let's check stuff out, that kind of thing. And one of the things they talked about is it had been widely taught when I was a kid and a long time before, that chocolate caused zits. Are you aware of that? That it used to be? I, yeah, I thought it still was. Has that opinion changed? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, a long time. <laughs> well, they proved, you know, they said chocolate does not cause acne. Okay. Uh, uh, there's a lot of other things that do cause acne, but um, chocolate itself does not cause acne. And recent, you know, studies, now I say recent, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hearing this when I'm 16, 17, 18 years old. Now I'm 51. So it's, so it's that long ago. And I remember going, wow, I didn't. And they're showing the research and they're showing what happened. And now it's widely accepted. It's okay. We've proven chocolate does not cause acne. That was, that was a mistake. It was a misunderstanding, an old wives tale, whatever. But I remember going to Paul and saying, hey, check this out. I just found out chocolate does not cause acne. He got mad at me. <laughs> he got mad. Yes, it does. And I said, no, I just, I just found, I just, you know, this, this new research shows it does. And he said his, his mom was a beautician and went to beauty school. And that was one of the things they taught them in her beauty school, that chocolate does cause acne. And, huh. and he was like, she has been taught that. She went to college for that. It is official. It basically said, yes, it does. And he got upset with me for saying, no, this, this is new, you know, showing that that was wrong in the first place. They did think that, 
They honestly did think that and teach it, but now evidence shows it's wrong. And it shocked me how something so innocent, so who cares if chocolate does or does not? It doesn't affect your religious worldview. It doesn't affect po your political worldview. Right. It doesn't affect, you know, anything of any substance whatsoever. And there was that wall that, that I am upset with you bringing this up. And that's always, that's why it's, it's I've always remembered it is because wham, we had that, you know, now, now since that was very brief. So Paul, you're listening, you know, not attacking you at all. Uh, the, you know, the, it, that, it all la that lasted for like 30 seconds. And I was like, whoa, where did that come from? You know, <laughs> what happened? And went on. They didn't speak for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, but that, that's why I remember it. Cause this is, this is nothing. And yet it got that, you stop talking about that. That's wrong response. And, and totally surprised me. Now, if, if that innocuous, stupid little thing can get a response, what about something that's, that means something right. that actually affects your life? Uh, what about things that can get us kicked off of YouTube for saying them? Yeah. Because YouTube doesn't want people coming out. They, they want anything against their agenda labeled as disinformation. They want you censored. They want you attacked. They don't want to hear the evidence. They don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to hear uh, the fact that a majority of the evidence uh, against them is being hidden and 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 put away uh, on any subject, you know what I heard? Okay, uh, as ridiculous as this sounds, th this really upset me. Uh, Facebook. Did you hear this the other day? You know the whole. Um, I don't care if this gets me kicked off Facebook or YouTube or whatever. Uh, they censored. A woman who put a recipe online for breast milk, not breast milk, but uh, formula, baby formula. Because of the baby formula shortage out there, she put a, a form, she put a recipe out there, they censored it. I'm like, why? It, it just freaked me out. Censorship is getting to extremely stupid levels. I mean, it, from the first point YouTube started, you know, and all these, and, and, uh, all of these people started censoring uh, different positions. It's it's all been stupid. But I'm like, where is the why? I could not figure that out. What what's the point of censoring that? I I, I just oh my gosh. Now it, it's getting it's getting insane. It yes yes it is getting very insane. Um, real quick, I want to have a side note here. Paul, if you're listening, um, earlier today when I was preparing uh, some notes for this conversation, um, it just popped in my head that my favorite conversation was still still the one that we did yeah. with you. And <laughs> in that moment, it occurred to me, Brad, right here, right now, while you're thinking about it, send him some love. So I, I love and prayers went your way. <laughs> awesome. So, so if we... Uh, then if we picked on you, it kind of balanced out. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
<laughs> no, I'm just joking. He's good. But uh, and if you want to send in your times where I was an idiot, feel free, because <laughs> I I definitely have been. Um, but no, I, I I get what you mean. I it's one of those things where you don't want to be totally kicked off because you want your material to be on there in case somebody needs it. Uh-huh. But at the same time, it's also like there we we have a very fine line of things that we can talk about or discuss openly. Yeah. And the and, and a lot of people are still using code words or keywords or different things here instead of the actual thing. They're all, mm-hmm. you know, um there the there's been uh, and actually, as we're recording this, I, I I just got news a little bit ago in Texas. There was also a mass shooting just a little yeah. bit ago, but we just had the Buffalo one as well. And one of the people that I follow was trying to make was trying to suggest some things, but he he can't say, and uh, this will probably get us kicked off. But he can't say Buffalo shooting. Oh. So he has to use, and then he he was talking about some of the other mass shootings that have ha- happened. Instead of happened, instead of actually being able to say it, he just has to say, "You remember the hook one?" You know, yeah. you can't you can't actually just even say the, the the words without YouTube saying you're done. And how are we supposed to how are we supposed to grow if we don't have conversations about things? Mm-hmm. How, I just and even the whole outrage recently about. Uh, Elon Musk trying yeah. to take over Twitter and and people just freaking out that free speech will actually be allowed again yeah and how dangerous it is and talking about how how Elon Musk and others like him are such a threat to our democracy yeah it boggles my mind that these it, it boggles my mind that they want democracy defended by killing it. Mm-hmm. And they think it's logical and right. And I don't understand it at all, except to say there is an agenda and that's all they care about. And they're not they're not after democracy. They're after their agenda. They're not after freedom. They're after their agenda. And they don't care uh, who gets shut down or who dies in order to get to that agenda uh that that's the only thing that makes sense with why they're doing these things well ultimately they do not care about us they don't yeah and and god has been showing me personally he's been he's bring bringing some of these dark things to light and i've been getting a better awareness of, of what's going on and uh but i'm not a pro at it i'm not a, i'm not i i haven't studied it so i'm not going to yeah. share it necessarily but but I see the agenda and the things that are happening, and and I know who their master is. I know who they serve, yeah. and and they do not, they do not care about you. Celebrities do not care about you. Politicians do not care about you. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. Mm-hmm. They do not care about you, and that's the that's the one thing we have to get right. Uh, it, it was we got to stop trusting these people. Do not care about us, and we gotta trust the one who does. You know, on that note, I want to bring up. You brought, you mentioned Troy Black earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that he shared with recently that the Holy Spirit talked with him about is God said that He said that He was using Donald Trump uh, for His purposes. Yeah, but He had to pull him out of the equation at least temporarily because. Too many people were making an idol out of him. Yep. And 
I totally see that. Mm -hmm. And that is an important thing to remember here. And the reason I bring it up now is because with all, it's easy to look at the negative stuff that I just brought up that, that that's going on uh, all over the, the shootings, the, the, the censorship, the, the every, every dark thing that's been happening that seems to try to be oppressing and destroying us. Uh, it's easy to see that and panic or give up or have some negative reaction. We have to, we have to keep our eyes on Jesus. And I've said this before, this is not new to these conversations. This is not new to these podcasts, but it needs to be repeated. It needs to be enforced. The whole point of everything that is going to be happening uh, up to and including the tribulation period is for the refining and the purification of his body. Are we allowing him to refine us? Are we allowing him to tribulate us and get rid of the garbage, the husk that is not the perfect seed? And are we going to focus our eyes on him and die to ourselves every single day that we live? Because if we are completely dead to the things of this world, then death itself has no hold on us whatsoever. Right. Um, we've talked about fear in the Revelation podcast. If we have our fear where it should be, in, in Yahweh God, who is the only thing that deserves it, if all of our fear has been put in Him, then we have nothing left for the rest of the world. And whatever the world wants to throw at us, we will not fear, because He's got our fear. And, and again, fear is the beginning of wisdom. It's not the end result. Right. But we have a focus. It, it's like the starting point for everything. And if we're looking at the world, then whatever fear we give them can only be magnified back a hundredfold as more fear. And it's just an ever-growing thing. If we give our fear to God, he returns it with love. And now that love can pour out of us with everyone and everything we we touch um so we've got we've got to got to got to find that relationship with yahweh and deepen it however we can uh in fact going back to troy black he was talking about this too uh one of his messages a while ago was guys you got to start finding god yourself yeah we, we need to god has to be our personal source not other people like him on the internet we can't just go i'll just jump on see what you've got for me today troy see what you've got for me today mr and mrs smith or you know pastor jackson or whoever we're looking at and go okay that's a good word i'll take that and move on no we've got to go to the source itself every single one of us we have that availability uh and that's what it if you're there and, and that's what you're doing, great, keep going. We're, we're never in this lifetime going to be there 100%, never think you've arrived, keep challenging yourself, keep chasing. If you're not trying, you got to hit your knees, you got to ask for forgiveness, and you got to start. Uh, it, it's, it's as simple as that. We have to chase. He's chasing us, 
We have to chase him back. We've got to connect as much as possible as soon as possible. As soon as possible, yes. And the more of us that do that, then just how much more can we... When we're by ourselves, we can give him honor, respect, and glory, and we can glorify him. But when we come together in, in a mass, I mean, it just... We can shout it out. We can be louder. We can be brighter. We can, you know, and and, and that's the thing. We need to, we, we all need to have our personal, personal relationship journey with him. But we have got to get it out there too. And I, and I think more than ever, we've got to be coming together because time is getting short. And I'm just afraid that it's going to be like the days of Noah and a small amount of people are going to, are going to respond to the call. And so many are going to be lost. And I just don't want to, I'm, I'm trying my hardest not to get to a point where I'm going to be up there and going, I could have saved that life. I could have saved that life. I could have saved that life. Mm -hmm. You know, why, why didn't I try harder? So that's, that's, that's it. And it all starts from with one step. And if you're not there, then you need to bow down and, and, and ask God why. <laughs> yeah. So is that a good stopping point? You got more to go? No, I think that was good. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will just say real quick, uh, our, I, I'm, I haven't really fully read it, but uh, the mass shootings that are going on right now uh, that they're figuring out, um, you know, I, I don't know anything about the situation, so I'm going to throw out a prayer. I'm just going to just say, you know, God be in this situation and be with the victims and be with be with their families. Yeah. And, and, and Lord, you know better than us. The, what they need and what that situation needs and that's why I'm just going to say Lord I release you into that situation and, 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 and you do what what your will says needs to be done and uh, I give whatever love and blessings that I can uh, to all of the to anyone involved in this in, in this situation and any of the situations that are going on not just here there's there's stuff happening all around the world. Uh, China still in lockdown in certain yeah. spots and Christians being persecuted and, and, persecu and Christians all over the world. We're supposed to pray for our brothers and sisters. And, and so, God, you know them. You know where they are. And I just ask you to, to be there with them as I know you are. But I want to also include my, my love and my blessings into that situation and uh, give, them, give them what they need. And those that do become martyrs, I know, I know you're going to keep them close. Thank you. But I give them my blessings and I give them my love. And God, I give you my love and I give you my respect. And I know that even in all of these dark and terrible situations, you're going to be able to glorify yourself. You're going to be able to show us so much more love than any hate or dark that we ever saw. Yeah. So Lord, that's, that's, that's my prayer right now. Hallelujah. Be with, be with us, be with us, and come, oh, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. come soon. Come. We need you. We need yes. us, and we love you, and we respect you. Amen. Um, as always, uh, this has been Brad, and this has been Scott, and this has been not about us. <laughs> <laughs>